Hello and welcome to K-Pop Companion, where each week we'll take a deep dive into one Korean pop song, why I like it a lot, and how you can branch out from there. In this season, we'll be covering 12 songs. I'm your host, Evan Walsh. This episode is about I Love You, a song released by EXID on November 21st, 2018. EXID is a girl group that debuted on February 16th, 2012, with six members. Shortly after their debut, three of the members departed the group, and two members were added to form the current lineup of five, if you want to keep track of the math there. They are known for their provocative and sexy concept, along with repetitive hooks in most of their hit songs. Solji, their leader, was diagnosed with hyperthyroidism in late 2016 and was on hiatus until late 2018. Today's song, I Love You, marks the first new song featuring all the members since her hiatus. Now that you know all that, let's listen to the beginning. I love you like la 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 If you didn't believe me when I said they had repetitive hooks in their songs, well, I hope you believe me now. It immediately begins here with this uh, this repeating phrase over and over, I love you like, and you've got a, a simple but I think very effective, uh, you know, beat here going on with a, a, a sort of 80s slash 90s inspired drum machine sound. And it starts off, you know, relatively uh, present, relatively bassy, but then we get even more of that kick drum coming in and it becomes, uh, you know, it steps closer to the forefront of the song and makes you take notice of it. And uh, they they use that effect multiple times in the song and it's, it's, it's great. It's great. <laughs> uh there's also a very subtle woodblock sound in the background. I don't know if you if you caught that. It's very, very subtle. You have to listen for it uh, closely, but you may hear it throughout the rest of the song. But it just is that little bit to fill out the mix. So even though it's very sparse here, you've got the you've got the vocals, you've got the beat, but that woodblock sound is just helping fill things out. And uh, I love that. One of the things I've really enjoyed about doing this podcast is these are songs that I've liked and I wanted to bring to you all so you could enjoy them, but I'm finding myself listening even closer to them, and I encourage you to do that with all these songs and anything you listen to, really. If you love it, I think you should understand why you love it. So let me continue talking about why I love I Love You as we listen to this first verse. So I know that's kind of a longer verse. I maybe could have split that up into, you know, two different parts, but uh, I figured we'd appreciate it as one long verse because we get three different members of the group 
and three different vibes sort of uh, begins with the very delicate delivery over you know the somewhat aggressive sound of the song there at the beginning and the whole uh, verse the whole the whole song is going to be punctuated over and over by the hook you can't escape it so if you don't like the hook I'm sorry because it's only uh, it's only going to become more present over time here in the song. Uh, so you've got the very delicate line at the beginning, and uh, then becomes, you know, a little less delicate, a little less smoky. Uh, we'll talk about the the smoky uh, vocals delivered by Honey here uh, later. Um, then we do get a we do get some rapping here uh, from Le, and she actually begins in sync with the hook, which I really really love, and. Her delivery starts pretty straightforward, but it becomes more varied and interesting. You know, the the rhythm and the flow of it mixes up a little bit, and uh, I think that helps because you've got a, a longer verse here, um, but they're doing a lot to keep it varied. So, um, kudos. <laughs> uh, they're talking about things that they love, and how they relate to the subject here. And uh, I, I just want to go over quickly what they are comparing, who they're saying to saying like a red apple. I want to bite into like sweet cream. That's on your lips, like fresh juice. I want to swallow. And then saying that they go together like peanut butter and jam, which you probably caught that part. At least uh, that was in English. Uh, they're also Comparing who they're singing to, you know, to the refreshing beer that you drink right after you've gotten done working. And then they eventually say uh, here that <laughs> their subject is like a living statue of David. So their, uh, their love uh, definitely is not being understated here. And I like that. I like that. I think exaggeration and going over the top with uh, your your symbolism and your imagery is uh, it's fun when you're just talking in real life and in a song I think if you keep things too grounded and you know too simple uh, when you're talking about emotions that um, you may not get your point across and it may just seem kind of uh, limp and flat so they are avoiding that here and um, I, I I love that they're really going for it there with the with the vocal comparisons. Uh, now let, let's check out the the chorus here, where the song is going to take a turn. Okay, if at any point you were wondering, do they love who they're singing about, uh, it should be clear by now. So the much more upbeat chorus here, the much more straightforward, almost bubblegum pop chorus here with some intense vocals really changes it up and really 
is seeking to hammer home the intense emotions that they're talking about. You know, I think they're not trying to undersell love and say that it is a, a, you know, a weak emotion here. Uh, it's a big change up from the verses. And I, I really, really like that. Um, it changes up not only in the delivery of the vocals, you know, these very passionate high notes, sustained notes. Also, I don't know if you caught in the instrumental, it is a lot different. There's sort of a, this sparkling, tinkling, almost synthesizer going on, and then there's, uh, you know, the the bass here is coming from this this repetitive, still synthesized, non-analog, you know, bass guitar or anything like that. But it's uh, it, it, it's a different vibe. It's a different vibe, and uh, we've got Solji, the the leader of the group here, hitting some very high notes. It's what she is known for. Uh, is being just this vocal virtuoso. She appeared on a Korean uh, show, a reality TV show called King of Mass Singer, which you may have heard of the uh, American version, but she actually did very, very well. I believe she won uh, and became the king for a little while. I encourage you to check out clips of that show on YouTube if you'd like their are full episodes available on uh, various streaming services. Uh, Kokowa, uh, that's K-O-C-O-W-A. I know it has some episodes. I've caught them on there. And it's super great. King of Mass Singer. Look, sidebar here, King of Mass Singer, uh, the Korean version. I've not watched the, the American version, but the Korean version is very, very good. One of my favorite shows ever. I have espoused this to multiple people in my life, and it's because everyone is so positive. It's maybe something that inspired the vibe of this show, but everyone is just so excited about people that are singing on there and that there's no bad vibes. And I think it's a good show to watch if you just want to feel good and watch talented people perform. So you could catch the leader of EXID on there. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the end of the chorus here, we've got the other members of the group uh, you know, Hani and uh, Jonghua bringing the the chorus down, sort of gliding us down for a soft landing at the end so we can get to the post-chorus and then we get to the hook, of course. drum beat with that vocal hook is just so, so good. Uh, I just wanted to pause real quick to talk about it. Again, I know we already talked about it, but I'm back. Deal with it. Uh, that snare especially just, it hits so hard. If you're interested uh, in the show notes for this episode, I'm going to include a link to a live performance of this song where you can see more of the choreography compared to, say, the music video. The uh, choreography during the hook uh, here, when that snare hits, I think really is emphasizing how, you know, how much of a focus there is on having that snare hit really, really well and be a, a really effective part of the song. It's leaning into this 80s and 90s sound that EXID plays with in other songs, like uh, Lady, for instance. <laughs> I'm 
So they're they're adhering to more of a 90s style, obviously, but uh, not not doing a hundred percent exactly how it would happen there, but pretty close. And I I think that's sort of the vibe that's happening here with "I Love You," but straying even farther, we'll say, from the formula, but still got those retro elements, and uh, it's very in style right now. I think you heard that with A Pink's "Ung Ung." earlier in uh, this series, and uh, you're going to continue to hear it in other songs. Uh, <laughs> nothing Under the Sun is new, as they say. Uh, so now we're going to get to the bridge where the song is going to change up again. So the beat has changed from this 80s style, almost, you know, hip hop breakbeat to a house style 90s beat with that very uh, emphasized open hi-hat between the kick and the snare drum. And you've got this smoky, liquid, flowing delivery on top. And it's so, so good. You've got a, a little synthesizer work that uh, you didn't hear before and then you've got even more rapping i think that's one of the great things about exid songs uh, is the amount of rapping it isn't just contained to this small little section i think uh <laughs> that might have something to do with the fact that uh ellie the main rapper of the group she helps do a lot of the songwriting <laughs> so uh You've got these two different delivery styles, these two different vocal styles uh, coming together here. And then we're going to get into the verse where we're going to have yet another change up, uh, but returning, we'll say. So it's changing up there, going from uh, the bridge style back to this verse style that we uh, we know and love. And I'll try not to talk any more about the uh, the drum beat. But uh, did you hear the woodblock sound? It is, I think, quite apparent in this section of the song, and uh, it's it's so good. It's, <laughs> it's just such a good little touch. Uh, we get some different vocal styles here uh, from Junghua and Honey. And uh, Honey's delivery there at the end of the verse, I think, is different from her style in the first verse. It's actually linking us back to her work in the bridge that just happened. I think it's it's bridging. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll see myself out. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's providing a link back to the bridge. And... Uh, it's good. It's good. I think it, it's a, a very intentional seeming choice, a very referential choice, and um, I like it, if you can't tell. So now we're going to uh, move on from this short little verse, and we're going to get into uh, the chorus.
So as is tradition with the songs we've covered in this style, we get one final ascendant chorus. It's powerful, and it's here, and it's happening again. <laughs> you know, the, this is a very tight song. I don't know if you've noticed it. It just, the pace of it is very uh, fast for something with not a really fast tempo. They've got a lot of elements and a lot of parts to the song that they are trying to get through, and they don't tend to linger on any of them for too long, uh, besides the hook, that is, which keeps coming up over and over and over. But that's uh, (laughs) what a hook is for, I suppose. And I love how they fit all four vocal members here in what is such a a small chorus, a very simple chorus. If you look at the lyrics, there's not that many lines, but they make it work, and they're gliding us back down again. They're bringing it down back to this bass line, and we're going to hear this post-chorus again. I'm hitting my keyboard. I'm so excited. Let's check it out. And with that, we are back to the hook. It's plain spoken, it's simple, but that's EXID's vibe. They, uh, they're not about being subtle when they can be explicit and blunt and powerful. And I think that's what they've done here with I Love You. It is a great return to form for all five members of the group, and I'm... So excited to hear what they put out next. It's unfortunate that this was a release with just this song and the instrumental, but uh, I think it's a sign of things to come. They've just put out a Japanese album, and uh, hopefully there will be even more in the future. So the question that remains is, where do you go from here? Well... If you enjoy EXID and you want to hear one of their other songs, and especially one featuring their distinct style, it's hard to not recommend Up and Down. So, yeah, a, a very EXID song. Uh, if you enjoy the retro stuff that they're going for and you want more of that 90s uh, edge, well, The Boots by Gugudan is a great choice. If you enjoy the 
varied vocal styles of all the members of EXID, and you want to hear a group that does interesting things and even does that retro thing and goes even farther back in some of their songs to an almost 70s vibe, uh, I highly recommend Mama Moo, and specifically will try out Egotistic. If you'd like to hear a similarly sized group, in this case it is a subunit of a larger group, and you'd like to hear something with some strong bass, some strong uh, percussion, and some great vocals on display, uh, Get It by Priston V is what I'd recommend. And for my final recommendation, if you're looking for a girl group song that features very repetitive elements and is upbeat and just makes you feel good, your best choice is probably Very, Very, Very by IOI. Y'all ready? And with that, we have reached the end of our time together this week at K-Pop Companion. I hope you enjoyed it. This is one of the songs that I had in mind when I was initially concepting this show, so um, I hope I sold it to you as best I could. Uh, If you want to find links to all these songs I've talked about, including a Spotify playlist of all the songs, you can check out the show notes the summary, the description, whatever your podcast client calls it, or you can go to kpopcompanion.com and see information about this episode along with all the other episodes. This is number seven in the series, so we've still got a few more before uh, the season is over, at least, and you can check out all the episodes we've done already if you haven't already. Um, If you want to contact me, and let me know your thoughts about the show, you have a question about the show, anything you want to tell me, you can get at me in a couple different ways. So on Twitter, you can message K-Pop Companion, publicly or not. Uh, that's at K-Pop Companion, all one word. You can also send an email to podcast at kpopcompanion.com, and I promise I will read it and probably respond, unless you're really mean, but you probably wouldn't do that right? If you'd like to chat in real time with me and uh, other fans of the show, you can go to our Discord server. The link for that is in the show notes for this episode, along with, uh, it's on our website. (laughs) 
And uh, finally, if you could go to iTunes and leave a review of the show, just a simple star rating is great, but if you can also write out a short review, I would be so, so happy. It is one of the best ways to get this show into uh, more people's uh, you know, spheres of awareness, we'll say, uh, along with just, just tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, tell whoever, anybody you think might be interested in this, they love music. I think they can love this show. You don't have to just be interested in K-pop. So with that, I will conclude this episode. It's already going a little longer than normal. So um, thank you for listening, and I will catch you 